For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The city of Jackson in the state of Mississippi. This is Coach Prime. Boy, that feels good to say that. I am so excited to be in Jackson, the capital of the great state of Mississippi and home to the I love, Jackson State University. Tickets for our spring 2021 season are available, baby, and I encourage you to step up and support our football program and purchase your season tickets. This is a prime way to support our football program and most importantly, Jackson State University, the finest HBCU in the country. I need Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium packed, and I believe in you. It's prime time at Jackson State, baby. You better get ready because I believe JSU. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 128 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting the show with me today are Ken Clark and Mike B. What up, fellas? B. Corey C., what's going on, man? Hey, Corey, how you doing, man? Hey, man, doing well, celebrating another uh, victory for Jackson State football with, with signing day. And we have a special guest here to talk about it. Uh, we're joined by a three-time guest of the show. Coach, oh, welcome back in. Appreciate you for having me, fellas. Fun fact, man, you're you're one of only two three-time guests on the show in its history. Any idea who the other one is? This could be a good trivia question, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, (laughs) Take a wild guess. uh, Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, uh, 80 80 Robinson? I don't know, man. That's that's a good guess. That's a good guess. Well, you're not right, but that's a good okay. guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only other three-time guest is Coach Prime himself. Wow, wow. Coach wow. Prime and Coach Osso. I started to say that. I started to say that. So say, yeah. You're in some elite company, man, so that should tell you just how we feel about you here on Tiger Talk. Well, I appreciate you guys, man. I actually am an employee of Tiger Talk now, so I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Good stuff, man. But yeah, we had we had like we haven't even we haven't had AD Robinson on. Uh, he's only been on once, so I'm sure he's listening right now. So you got to step your game up, AD Robinson. You can't let Coach O outdo you on the show. I apologize, boss. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so Coach, you know we had you on back in December most recently to recap that historic early signing class, and we we thought the February class would be just a little icing on the cake, but it was just as stellar as the early class with close to a three-star average per sign. He obviously a smaller class, but pound for pound, 
Uh, you guys knocked it out of the park again. And I wouldn't be surprised if you have, if you aren't even done yet, but just give us an idea of, of what you were looking to accomplish with this February class and your overall thoughts on the class. Well, uh, the February class was basically a class that we wanted to fill some holes, fill some needs, and kind of move the roster forward and, and really attacking what Coach Prime has set forth as smart, fast, tough, and disciplined, really finding those guys to round out the roster for the fall of 2021. And I really do think we did a great job of that. Uh, the coaches, um, they, you know, having relationships with these guys, really working them, understanding that, hey, we're at an HBCU, but you're going to get that Power 5 atmosphere and experience. And, and those guys bought into that, and they believe in what we're doing. And, I mean, we got some guys that can really change the landscape of college football in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Coach, this Ken. A uh, quick question for you. I know this has been a unique um, recruiting, I would say recruiting effort, given, you know, COVID and having to use technology this time around. And, and it's, it's pretty impressive what you guys were able to do uh, not being able to really make home trips. And uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask is like, I wanted to kind of get a behind the scene on some of the feedback, maybe from the parents, you know, through the recruit- recruiting efforts using Zoom. Is that something you could touch on for us? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, man, Zoom has been a good deal for us. And, and from the parents' standpoint, uh, they have appreciated the fact that we still try to make the necessary concessions to uh, give them the information they needed. And so, you know, from the implementation of virtual tours of campus, um, involving other people on campus in the process, uh, and even, you know, getting Coach Prime involved and having that one-on-one or, you know, uh, you know that one-on-one meeting with that, that kid and his family still, that's been all, I mean, just great for us. So, you know, going forward, I, like I, I think I mentioned this on one of the pr- uh, previous podcasts, we cannot – eliminate zoom anymore i mean it's a it's a tool that we have to keep and i think it it makes us more personable as a staff because that's one thing coach prime hired he hired a a great group of coaches first Mm -hmm. but he also hired guys that were personable and understood how to talk to young men to get them to understand where we're trying to go awesome very, very good, Coach. Yeah, yeah. that's something interesting you just mentioned there, Coach. You said um, that, that Zoom is not going to be probably an integral, integral part of what you all do and how you all go about recruiting. But more, do you still think the in-home visits are going to be, uh, when it's safe, do you think the in-home visits will still be um, uh, a big part of what you all do? Oh, uh, without a doubt. On the recruiting yeah, trail? No, without a doubt. Um, and, you know, it's one of those deals where you can feel people's energy when you're in the same room. And I want to know how the mom and the dad operate. I want to make sure that when I get that kid on campus, the home that I brought him from, uh, we can help raise that kid even better to, to, to make sure that the parents are happy with the product that they get back after four or five years. So we definitely want to go inside that home so we can get an understanding of what that family is like. So I don't think that'll change either. Coach, uh, you know, congratulations on, again, a, a great class. Getting a lot of recognition nationally. You guys were the first FCF school to rank in the top 100 in the 247 uh, sports composite recruiting rankings. Now, I wouldn't imagine that's that's something that you're uh, – that's a goal of yours as you're recruiting. You're just out there looking for the best guys who can, you know, fit what you're looking to do. But just talk about the, the accomplishments and the recognition that comes along with that. And what does that do 
for recruiting, even if it's not something that, that you're doing intentionally? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, everyone reads 247 Sports who, you know, who follow college football and college football recruiting. And so that, you know, to have that label put on us, man, and have that ranking, that's awesome. Uh, but when your your boss put, you know, he puts a, a agenda in front of you and he puts the, the protocol in front of you and he says, this is what I want. And, you know, you understand the expectations that he has for this program. Smart, fast, tough, discipline. But he also wants a kid that can get to the NFL. And so you have to look through some things to make sure we are finding those type of kids to bring into this program. And what ends up happening when you find those type of kids, you end up blindly to the ratings. You end up bringing a kid on campus that's going to really be special uh, when we finish developing them. Good insight, Coach. Um, we call National Signing Day a holiday around here, you know, um, for those of us that like to follow recruiting. Uh, one of the things I did have a question for, I wanted to ask you personally, you know, like, how does it feel, you know, to to, to be the, the face of the, the greatest uh, signing class in the history of Jackson State? I want to know what that feels like. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not the face. I'm definitely not – and that's a good trick question, Ken, <laughs> but I'm definitely not the face. Um, I'm, I'm more so the guy that uh, gets it done behind the scenes to make sure those guys that are, you know, that are out front, uh, you know, it's a smooth operation for them. And primarily Coach Prime, um, you know, I just, you know, I just do my job, man. I'm always, a, you know, a guy that can plug the holes to make sure everything kind of fo- flows smoothly. So I take pride in that. I, uh, I believe in professionalism. And when it comes to recruiting, I, I try to make sure my parents understand that we're going to take care of your child the same way we would take care of our own children. And what I mean by that, you know, I necessarily cannot, cannot provide the monetary uh, parts to it, but I can provide the discipline and the structure that most of these parents want their sons to have when they're away from them. And so that goes with the whole staff and that comes down from the top. And so I think, you know, even, you know, with Coach Prime being the face of this program, he has empowered every coach on his staff to, to act as the face of the program in those homes, on those Zoom meetings with those families. And we are, a, are an extension of him. And so it's, man, just, you know, not to be too wordy, but I think just putting all that together, uh, you got a boss that, that, that really understands where we are trying to go. And he has a he has a clear expectation of how we're gonna get there. So when it comes to recruiting, it makes our job easy because we know if we don't meet his expectation, he's gonna let you know about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Very good. Good stuff, coach. Now, coach, do you as as a recruiting coordinator, do you feel any um added pressure after putting together a star studded class like that to continue doing that moving forward? Because in your role, you're sort of like the GM. Your your role is to you know, identify guys and bring in guys who are going to if be better than the ones that you, that you currently have that will push those guys to be even greater. So do you feel any added pressure uh, on your end to to excel and be even better to get more star-studded guys moving forward? Well, uh, you know, great question. But as a football coach, it's not the fourth quarter and you're not down. It's recruiting. You know what I mean? And the pressure really doesn't come in until you got that five-star and you you are competing against Alabama and LSU to get his signature, and so and I and I you know I don't diminish um, the signings of these other guys that we've signed because they're all like you said we were signing a good class, but going forward I really do think this was 
the benchmark. Everything else, we're trying to go higher and higher. And uh, we know we could get inside the top 100, and uh, we're, we're, gunning, we're gunning for the top 50. Why not? I don't think, um, I don't think it's, it's, it's nothing wrong with having a vision greater than others may have for yourself. Uh, and I really feel like that's where we are, you know, at Jackson State right now. We have a vision for ourselves that may exceed the expectations of others, but we know we can get it done. And we got some things in place. And we got some things coming down the pipeline that's going to help speed that vision, uh, the completion of that vision up. So uh, going forward, man, even with the recruiting class 2022, I've been telling people, anybody that's talked to me about the 2022 class, I have told them uh, I expect bigger, better, faster, smarter, uh, even tougher um, you know, type kids to come to Jackson State. And I think when we start getting those kids in here, and I even expect a five-star to come in the 22 class. And I'm not trying to put pressure on the staff or anybody, but I really do think we're going to do something special in this class that's going to shock a lot of people. Wow. And that's getting me excited. That's one of the things that I've been always talking to Mike and a couple of other guys about, you know, that five-star. And I know it's not about the rating. I know you need players that fit what you want to do and attitude and and, and those intangibles and things like that. But from an optics standpoint, I think it would be a great look. And, you know, obviously other players would see that. And I just think it's something, just another thing from a historical standpoint that we'll be able to look back on and say we were able to bring a five-star. And be, to be the first five-star to commit to an HBC football-wise, I just think it's, it'd be a win all the way around. So looking forward to that one, Coach. Yes, sir. All right, but back to this class, man. Let's get to it. Let's go over some of these guys because – you know, uh, we, we get to watch the, the huddle highlights and we get excited, but we know they put the best plays on huddle. So Coach O is going to give us the real. He's going to let us know the real deal with these guys. I want to start <laughs> with the guy who's over here in Florida. I got a chance to go to his signing day, Mr. Uh, Trevante Rucker, uh, over at uh, Vanguard High School in Ocala. So what do you think we're getting with Trevante? Uh, Trevante is a playmaker. He's a playmaker. I, uh, you know, I was excited. You know, we have another kid on the team by the name of Kamani Clark, who's from that same high school. And that high school produces some elite talent, and Trevante is no no exception to that. And one one thing we're getting, we're getting a smooth uh, runner. He he runs his routes well. Uh, of course, you know it's going to be even more development when Coach Phillips uh, gets his hands on him. But he's a good route runner. He's explosive. Uh, he he really catches the ball. He makes plays in the open field. And it, and a lot of schools are in on on Trevante, but he got with us and he said, you know what. You know, I, you know, I got this school over here that likes me, but I like what y'all are doing a little bit better. So I'm going to go that route. And so we're excited about what he's going to bring. We expect, we expect him to make plays uh, early in his career. He doesn't have time to come in a red shirt. He's got to play day one. And so that's the expectation we put with him. And I think he's going to meet that. And I know he played all over the field. I, we had a chance to have him on the podcast. Uh, he said that, you know, he's probably uh, looking at playing wide receiver at Jack State. But he said his favorite – thing to do is play defense so is that something that you guys have talked about is, is it a possibility to go and I know it's early and you can't speak you know without speaking to coach uh prime and the rest of the coaches but is think there may be a possibility for some two-way action or even three-way action with some special teams or you just got to get them on campus and, and fill it out from there yeah we'll just get them on campus and fill it out um right now we we have that need at receiver and we want to develop him into the best receiver he can be and once he gets to that point and coach prime thinks he can go work on that other side and, you know, they'll, they'll approach it from there. Gotcha. gotcha. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think if, if there's anyone who wouldn't be opposed to a guy playing, you know, multiple positions, it, it probably wouldn't be – it'll be Coach Prime. So, you know, or multiple sports. Or multiple sports. Or multiple sports, yeah. Yeah. Might let him play baseball, too. You know, <laughs> let's, let's do it. 
<laughs> but uh, coach, on, on the defensive side of the ball, you all signed a guy by the name of uh, Baron Hobson, um, linebacker out of, out of Georgia. And I'm looking at his film, and what I noticed is that he is he he has a knack for blocking kicks. You know, he, he's really great on special teams. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do there. But could you talk to us a little bit about him? Um, I know he had a good number of offers, but uh, he chose Jackson State. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Baron was a guy we got late in the process. Uh, and, and credit goes out to Coach Andre Hart for uh, getting Barron in the boat. Uh, Barron is an explosive player. Uh, he, he's going to be able to fill gaps that we need to be, get filled. Uh, he can make plays in the open field uh, from the linebacker position. But my thing about him that I liked when I watched his film, he was a finisher. He played with energy. And that's a common thing among these uh, these uh, defensive guys that they signed, that we signed. They are finishers, but they play with so much energy. And so that that's the same that can be said for Barron. Good stuff, Coach. Uh, I know we just had Jason Phillips, Coach Phillips, on the on on the show just recently, and uh, he touched he talked about the uh, wide receivers being the engine of this new offense that they're installing. And uh, one of the guys I wanted you to talk to us about with Coach was uh, Ala Brown over from Valdosta, Georgia, a strong high school program. Can you talk to us a little bit about what Ala Brown brings to the team? Yeah. Ala is uh, is another kid similar to Trevante, really good route runner for this at this point in his high school career. Uh, he does some exceptional things with the ball in the air. He is a guy that can high point the ball for his size. It's, it's, it's remarkable how many plays he made high pointing the ball. He goes up, he goes up and get it. Uh, the other thing about him, he's a return guy. He can do a lot of things in that aspect. And most of these guys that we're signing are going to be uh, skilled enough to help us in the return game, especially if they're skilled guys on offense. They'll be skilled enough to help us in the return game. So that's the same thing for Allah. I mean, Coach Phillips loves him. And I'm going to tell you guys, the thing about Coach Phillips, if he put a stamp on him, I'm just telling you, the kid can go. And you ain't even got to watch the film. Just trust Coach Phillips on that. You know, the kid can go. But I, I really do expect him to do big things at Jackson State. Yeah, he, he really jumped out at you when you were watching the film. You know, he plays a lot bigger than he's listed. Yes. He says 5'10", but, I mean, I've seen him go over the middle. With some, on some plays, he looks like a big possession receiver, and then he can stretch the field and beat you. So he's just a different a different animal. So I can't wait to get him over there on Lynn Street and see what he can do. But moving back over to that defensive side of the ball, we brought we're bringing in a safety. And you guys are really loaded in that, in that defensive backfield, starting with some transfers that you brought in back in December for some P, from some P5 programs, but definitely bringing in some defensive backs from in the, within the high school ranks as well. And Cameron Seelman is yet another one, a three-star prospect over from uh, Trinity, same high school as Shadour and Coach Sanders, originally committed to FAU, and he was committed there for a while. And I saw Shadour just really working on him on social media, and we finally got that flip at the last minute. So just talk to us about the process of getting him uh, flipped to Jackson State and what he's going to bring to the table. Well, like you said, Shadour, uh, he's a he's a high school teammate of Shadour. Um, Coach Prime and Coach Mathis, uh, Coach Hart, coached him at Trinity Christian. And when you watch his film, very first play, I, and, you know, it's funny, I was sitting there watching it maybe two or three weeks ago again and kind of when they brought him up again to just kind of refresh my memory on him. Very first play, he comes downhill and he just he attacks people. Uh, mm-hmm. And the other part to it is, he's one of those kids that can play multiple positions on the back end. And so I think that flexibility and that versatility with, that he brings to the table is something that we kind of cherish right now 
um, you know, on the team. We need those type of guys who can play those multiple positions so we can have that flexibility back there. Coach, you all went right up the road here and signed a guy from Holmes County Central by the name of Jeremiah Williams. And he, well, I noticed looking at his huddle film, he plays um, some nose tackle, played play, um, interior defense alignment, and they also moved him outside. He played a little four technique, five technique. Um, what do you all envision for him? What 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 do you see him playing um, in his as a tiger? Uh, we got a position called big end, and we think he's gonna be suitable for that. Uh, Jeremiah, once again, you know, speaking to that defensive staff and what they were looking for, uh, high energy, high motor, relentless, um, just an all around great athlete and. You know, a lot of people don't know that Jeremiah was the 5A defensive lineman of the year in Mississippi. And so I think we got to steal with Jeremiah. He's a, you know, I was telling a coach the other day, he's a good old country boy. Uh, he's just, he, he, he's a lunch pail kid. He goes to work. He does his job. He's not high maintenance. He just wants to play football. and He wants to be better every day. And so we got him out of home central. And, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Coach Marcus Rogers, who's an alumni of Jackson State. He always uh, does a good job of developing guys over there. And so uh, just getting another kid from, you know, from Coach Rogers is always a good thing because you know the type of program he's, he's running. And, and he'll come into Jackson State and understand the expectation we have. Good stuff, Coach. Good stuff. Uh, so for Coach, for, for, for some of us who, who really try to follow recruiting as clo- uh, r- real closely through, like, Twitter, uh, we love to get surprises on signing day. I think uh, this next player I want you to talk about came to us from St. Helena College and Career Academy, a three-star on 24-7 uh, sports uh, tight end, Gen C. Riley. Can you talk to us about Gen C.? Yeah, so, uh, man, Jensen, and, and, and credit, I want to make sure you guys know uh, the guys who recruited these guys, man. Credit goes out to uh, Coach T.C. Taylor for getting Jensen Riley in the boat. And, and one thing about Jensen, he's a six foot four, six foot five. He's long. He's about 210, 15, but he has the frame where we think in the next year or two he can be 240, 250, and he's a versatile guy. He's a guy that can put his hand in the dirt, or he's a guy that can you can put out wide and stretch the field vertically with a and get a mismatch, you know, with a corner possibly. So we think he's one of those kids that, like we said, you know, sticking to the themes, smart, tough, fast, and disciplined. He's coming from a really solid program over there in St. Helena. And the thing with him, uh the tight end in this offense is gonna be, I mean, he's his value is gonna be high. Okay, and so this kid coming in as a freshman is going to have a chance to play right down the road from home, but also he's going to have a chance to make some plays in the offense that's going to be explosive. And I think us selling that to him and him understanding that it's not going to always be about you blocking, blocking, blocking. We're going to isolate you and get you those matchups, and we know what we're doing to get you those matchups is going to highlight your skill set. And so he had some big offers, some big schools. Uh, that were trying to sway him at the very last minute. So for Coach Taylor to go in there and and get that job done on that one, that was a good job. Indeed. And, Coach, I know you always love talking about these offensive linemen, so uh, we want want to talk about Mr. Charles Lamar Armstrong right now, 6'5", 270, uh, Bradenton, Florida. And he was originally committed to Arizona State. So let's talk to us about pulling that off. 
No doubt, man. You know, so if my voice changes when we start talking about offensive <laughs> linemen, don't mind me. But, <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, with Charles, man, you're coming out of Manatee High School down in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, man, you get a six foot five, 310-pound, and I like to call him Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> That's what Coach Prime ride around in, right? And, uh-huh. and I'm quite sure if you ask Coach Prime how that thing ride, he'll tell you big, smooth, and powerful. And that's what Charles <laughs> is. You know, that's what Charles is, man. He's a big, smooth, and powerful kid. He can play inside. He can play center. Or he, you can put him on the edge to play tackle. And so, you know, you all, you all, you, you all have always heard me talk about versatility when it comes to offensive linemen. Guys who can play multiple spots, but their, their production doesn't drop. This is one of those kids, man. He's a sharp guy. Uh, does a good. He, I mean, just through the whole process, he was on top of things. And so that's another a good flag. I mean, you know, I don't want to say red flag. No, that's a good flag. That's one of those. Those. That's a green flag. Let's say that. Where you got a guy who he's staying on top of his books. He's staying on top of the recruiting process, and he wanted to stay a little bit closer to home. I think going to Arizona, uh, you know, going out that way, you know, that you know, that's a good hunt from down in South Florida. So, you know, I think him being able to stay a little closer to home was a, was a good deal for him. Good deal, Coach. Good deal. And um, to round off uh, signing day, uh, we had the privilege of bringing in another linebacker. We know we, we, that linebacker room looks pretty stout right now, but you guys had some uh, really good success recruiting uh, C.J. Nunnally from out of South Paulding High School over in Georgia, outside linebacker. Could you speak to us a little bit more about C.J.? Yeah, so CJ CJ Nunnally is another um, just a phenomenal athlete uh, that plays uh, linebacker, and I and I say that uh, and glowingly of him. When you watch CJ, you will notice that he's an explosive football player that attacks, that pass rushes the quarterback. He gives offensive linemen fit, and he he has the athletic ability to drop in coverage if we need him to. So we project him playing more of the rush outside linebacker type deal where he can uh, put his hand in the dirt if needed and, and play the run. And, and, you know, he's just one of those kids. He comes from a military family. And so he's a yes, sir, no, sir guy. He was, he was very, very respectful of the recruiting process. He made sure we knew what was going on. He made sure Coach Hart, and, that, and that's who recruited him, he made sure Coach Hart uh, knew everything about the recruiting process he was going through on his end. So we had an optimal chance to really recruit him and get him signed. And so CJ, man, like I said, you know, military background. He's a relentless uh, pass rusher. I mean, this, you know, the discipline, you know, he's fast. He's a tough kid. And, you know, he's a smart kid. So that's not, he, he's checking all those boxes. No, Coach, we you guys are, are I, I almost said we. I'm I'm the I love to the to the core, but I don't do any recruiting, so <laughs> I can't take credit for it. So you guys are accumulating a lot of talent, and it looks like you guys are going to have a lot of depth here, especially once you get a couple more classes in. But uh, typically at a school like Jackson State, when you have uh, players who are rated so highly, they are are going to come in and play immediately. But there's going to be a lot of a lot of competition for a lot of these positions. So, do you talk about the prospects of of red shirting versus playing immediately within the recruiting pitch? Does that does that come up a lot? Do the recruits ask that, and just kind of what's the mindset behind that? You know, that's a good that's a good question, man. Because the kids we recruited, and it was so refreshing. I hadn't heard playing time come up one time. Hmm. I hadn't heard it come up one time. I'm serious, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they know if they surround themselves with great players, it's only going to make them better. 
And so if you're recruiting those type of kids, the, the projection of your program is is going to be phenomenal. And so I think that's where we at with that, man. We we, we didn't have those guys that are – we don't. I don't think any of these guys are high maintenance, to be honest with you. Um, we didn't have to chase guys around yet. We didn't have to, uh, you know, worry if a guy was coming or not after he gave us his word. And so when you have those type of kids who stick to it and uh, they do – they go – you know, they go through the process and do what they say they're going to do. You know, I, I think that bodes well for our program. Yeah, that was one thing I noticed throughout the recruiting process is when I was uh, following these kids on social media and just, just you know, general observations that normally at, at JSU or at some, of the, some schools, when they sign three-star and four-star guys that they normally don't sign typically – uh, they'll come in and they expect to have the starting position handed to them. They expect to just show up and not have to do any work, but you don't see that with any of these guys. These guys understand that they have to come in here and earn everything. So, that, so That's absolutely right. So, that's absolutely so I'm, right. I'm seeing that the, the, the shifting of that mindset for, for these guys, and that it's going to be awesome for our program. Definitely. I mean, good football teams, good football teams focus on football and academics, good college football teams. They focus on football and academics and they are able to really get away from selfish thoughts and they think about the common goal and that's winning. And when they are able to do that, uh, the other things that surround them uh, end up becoming better. They end up getting better. They end up working themselves out because they're focused on the right things. All right. Good stuff, Coach, as always. Uh, you know, again, three-time guest. We love having you on. Uh, but now it's it's really time for you the guys to get down to it. You, I think you had a long enough time off away from football in terms of playing on Saturday. So uh, you're finally about to get back into some action with spring football coming on. So what's running through your mind? Man, just ready for the 21st. Any Tigers out there ready for the 21st of February? I mean, I'm just – we're excited, man. We're excited. I, I told I told a coach the other day, man, I said, um, you know, I didn't know I missed grass this much. You know what I mean? Just the grass, man. Just It's, it's been awesome. I, um, I mean, I'm expecting big things regardless of the time of year. I, I really do. Um, and when I when I say that, I say that glowingly of what Coach Prime is doing with our program. Uh, the strength and conditioning staff is on point. Uh, the, the the special teams coach is on point. The the defensive staff is on point. The offensive staff is on point. Everybody is working together to get this thing right. And so regardless of the win-loss column in the spring, I think you're going to see a much, much better product. I don't want to put that pressure on this team to say we need to go this and oh, you know. If it happens, it's going to happen. I think we have the tools to get it done, but we have to put that to, you know, we have to put our best foot forward. But Going forward in the in the fall, I just think we're gonna be a team that's gonna get it done. We're gonna we're gonna have the mindset of our head coach, and we're gonna work our butts off every day to put a product on the field at Jackson State University. And is in this I'm talking about this phenomenal fan base can be proud of. And so that's what I'm looking forward to, guys. And I think it's gonna start happening uh, with February 21st. That that Sunday, uh, that third Sunday in February is going is going down at the vet, guys. Oh, yeah. Going down. Absolutely. Can't wait. All right, Coach. Well, you know, th- again, thank you for coming on, man. Good luck with the season. Looking forward to seeing you guys back in action. And then, obviously, the fall is going to be something epic. So, we can't wait. <laughs> no doubt, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. And like I always tell tell the Tiger fans out there, make sure you're supporting this program. 
not just the football program, but the entire school. I don't care if it's the science department. I don't care if it's the sonic boom. Just make sure you're supporting these 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 other entities at this university are doing great things to make sure that this university is always cast in the right spotlight. I'm proud of this university. I'm proud of the president all the way down. I'm proud of all the auxiliary services. I'm making sure I want to shout out everybody that's working hard on this campus right now because we're working through a pandemic and these people are really doing a great job from the professors, the deans, whoever. They're all doing a great job trying to make sure that this, you know, these kids who are on campus or even in the virtual world, that they're getting the things they need to be productive citizens in life. So I'm proud of those people, and I, I really want to shout them out and make sure they get their just due. Well said. Well said, Coach, and that'll put a stamp on it. All right, we appreciate it. And that'll do it for episode 128 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag, I believe. Hashtag, the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.